Welcome to the Extra Club podcast. This is a podcast where we don't just motivate and inspire you, but we also give you practical hints, tips and strategies on your way to finding your extra to become extraordinary. We are relationship and behaviour experts and professional coaches, Mark and Nikki Taylor. And each episode, we will discuss different challenges, issues and problems that we all face. And give you solutions, hints, tips and strategies that give you the extra in your life to make you happier, healthier and more successful. So let's get started. So welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of the Extra Club podcast. Yes, welcome back. It's good to be back, isn't it, Mr. Taylor? Well, I tell you what, it only seems like last week since uh, we sent the last one out. (laughs) You know why, don't you? Why? It was. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) You will notice on these there's no background chorus from Goa because these are recorded back in the UK. So if you did stick with us through the the chorus of crows and car horns and And dogs barking, this one will be a lot quieter. And there's actually a whole story connected to to what happened when we were recording this podcast. But I think we'll save that for another time. We will, because we need to get on Mrs. Taylor. We do. So tell me, this is your idea, uh, this podcast. And so I think you called it When You've Lost Your Way. Yes, it is. And it's it's based on my own personal experience. And it's also based upon interactions with people of various ages, because very often we can come to a, a time in, in our lives when it, it just feels like you've lost your way a little bit. Yeah, or, I could understand that. Or it could be a lot, you know, uh, depending on what's going on. I remember when I lost my way. And I spent six weeks trying to work out the meaning of life. I thought you were going to say you used a sat Well, Well, the good thing is I found NLP, which I suppose is now my own internal sat So what are we talking about? Tell us about losing your way, Mrs. Taylor, from your point of view. Okay. So in a moment, I'll talk about some of the, the times of, of life when this can actually really impact on people. But the first thing I just really want to say is that this can actually be a really challenging time for, for people because... If we're feeling like this, we often don't feel like we can share this open, openly with the people that we care about. Uh, sometimes it's because we we don't want to hurt them. You know, that can be behind it. That's understandable. Um, yeah, and it is understandable. And, and that can especially be the case when often we don't even know ourselves what we're feeling or what we're experiencing or what the solution is. So often we don't want to start something off. Uh, a process off or a conversation off because actually we don't really know what's going on ourselves. So so that's why it can be challenging. And also, you know, even if we've got really good friends or siblings that we're very close to, again, it can be something that's less easy to, to start to talk about because you don't understand it yourselves and you don't want to almost like set the hairs running about there being a problem when you don't even know if there is a problem. Yeah, I can, I can totally understand that. And I think also... Sometimes people don't discuss things because they, they actually care about the other people and, yeah. and they care about maybe they'll feel hurt. Uh, they may feel responsible for for what's happened. And, and especially, like you say, when you don't even know yourself. And so there's a tendency then to bottle it up. 
Yeah. And not do anything about it. Yeah, agree. So if you've got something like this going on at the moment in your life or you've experienced this in the past, then this podcast is for you. What we're talking about today is when you reach a point or when we reach a point in our lives when I suppose things just don't feel right anymore. Now, there may be no specific reason for that. It could be that you just just don't feel happy. And then after a period of time, you may actually have a realisation that maybe you've been feeling that way for a while, but still you can't put your finger on, well, you can't put your finger on quite what's behind it. It's that itch you can't scratch again. Yeah. And then there's almost like a flip side to that because there can also be specific reasons why you've reached this point as there are life stages that many of us go through. And, and I'll be talking about some of those in a moment. But the, the first thing that comes to mind is about having children. Mm-hmm. Because as lovely as those children are, and I love children and grandchildren. I couldn't eat a whole one. <laughs> there can be a real strain on resources. And, and we're being honest here. You know, our podcasts always come from the heart. We do it with honesty. Because if we pretend things are something other than they really are, then we're not helping people with their real problems. So they do put a strain on resources like time, money, freedom even, and relationships Mm -hmm. because you meet your partner in a specific time of life. And when that life changes, when things change significantly, there can be a concern about how that's going to have an impact. And both parties can actually be experiencing that, but neither want to want to voice it um, because they feel like they're letting the other person down or it's almost like admitting sometimes that you're not strong or there's something wrong with the relationship and the big one Mr Taylor which can have an impact on everything sleep sleep I wasn't giving you a hypnotic command there by the way sleep I like I like sleep (laughs) I remember those times you go back to those times where you're just absolutely so tired and you've still got to pick yourself up for the children. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to. It doesn't matter how little sleep you've got. You've got to get up when they get up and uh, get their breakfast and often go to work. So it's, it, it isn't easy. So when you have children, it's actually a massive change, a massive change in lifestyle. And however prepared you think you are, you really do have to sacrifice some of the things that may have been important to you in the past in order to put the children first. This is where we're coming from with our honesty, because most people would feel guilty for even thinking that they may be struggling with some aspects of uh, having children or a family, especially when it sometimes seems like you're the only one that's having or feeling this way. Yeah, which people you aren't, by the way, you're not the only one who feels that way. And from a lot of people I've spoken, especially to especially young men, this can be one of the issues around young men's suicide because what happens is all of this gets buried and it gets too much and I've spoken to a number of people who've just sort of seem to have woken up one day and found themselves with children Mm -hmm. guys in their 20s and 30s and it's like whoa what's gone on yeah how did this happen yeah and they feel guilty for even thinking that way so they can't voice it and as as Mr Taylor said uh, just a few moments ago Actually, bottling things up can actually be one of the worst things that can happen because things can actually get on top of you then. Absolutely. As they say, a problem shared is a problem halved, Mrs. Taylor. 
Do they say that? They do. <laughs> or is it my mum who used to say that? <laughs> no, I think it, I think they do say that. But you see, it doesn't feel like that sometimes, does it? Because I think if you feel that you share a problem, it almost makes it into a problem. It's It goes from something that's in your head to it being something that is almost, in NLP terms, has got a boundary around it, so it becomes a big problem. Also being in a job that you hate. Now, that can be, you know, a, a massive strain on people because how draining is it to have to get up every day and go and do a job that you really don't like? You might find it boring. You might hate the commute to get there. You might actually, if we're honest, dislike the people. And you might not even feel like you belong because there was a poll, I think, recently or maybe last year of around 5,000 people which showed that 82% of people had felt lonely at work in some po- at some point. So it's not just because you're surrounded by people doesn't mean to say that you're not going to feel lonely because that's a different relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've all been there mundane to Friday, that sort of hamster wheel, and with people who you actually haven't chosen to be with. Yes. You just sort of land and in a job. And you're stuck with them. You are stuck with them <laughs> unless you choose to move on. And so, yeah, that can I can see how that can put you into a place of losing your way. Yeah, and even the thought of moving on can be a problem because when you know that you're secure in a job financially um, and also you've got concerns what will happen if you if you move, you know, will that job last? Is a risk of redundancy. So it can feel like what is the way forward? And then we've got um, a phase of your life, perhaps when kids have left home. Empty nesters. That's what they call it, don't they? Mm-hmm. And that can be a very strange time, especially if you've come, you come from a very close family because you could have almost spent all of your time and your focus on your children, bringing them up, doing everything for them so that they can have the, their best life. And once they've flown the nest, what is there that's left for you? You know, it can be a very, very strange time for people because you may not actually know who you are anymore. Yeah, I, I can understand how people lose their identity and also it'd be a huge value shift. So for all of a sudden, shifting from what's been important in your life, i.e. your children and family, to then they disappear. And so well, what's important now? Yeah, very unsettling, a very unsettling time. And um, another phase of life that that often uh, people find less easy is women maybe in their sort of 30s and 40s. Because, again, if you've had children and your children are starting to grow up, then there can be almost like a conflict, almost like an internal conflict going on for people where they've maybe put their career on hold or they've thought, well, when, when the children are older then I'll actually start to do things for me. And there can be this internal conflict of maybe guilt of starting to do things for yourself and and not really understanding what is the way forward for you in terms of who you are anymore, Yeah, which is a very unsettling time. Yeah, and I think looking from my, well, my side of the fence, as it were, with the men, the, uh, I've already mentioned the 20s and 30s, which can be very problematic for some young men because they'll have gone from sort of school into work and potentially just living the life of a single person and going out with their mates, playing football, whatever. And then they may get married, they have children. And all of a sudden, as I say, they wake up one day and it's like, well, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? 
And so there's a huge point at which they're losing their way in life because they lose their identity. They don't know who they are. They haven't transformed into maybe being a father. So that leaves them very vulnerable, although they won't talk about it. And I think it happens to men again in their sort of towards their twilight years of their careers, Mm. probably 40s and 50s, whereby they've gone past their most valuable, let's say, to the career market, and they get into their 50s or so, and it's it's like, well, what do I do next? And what I suppose... do I do next? And, and they're not potentially old enough to retire. And it's, well, what's life? I've, I've spent all my life sort of looking after the family, bringing up the kids. Well, what am I going to do now? What about me? And it's almost like some people wake up. Is just going on from that, because from a, from a, a male perspective... Is there any sort of thoughts around younger people, younger people coming into the marketplace if you've been in a career for a long time? Yeah, it can be a threat, can't it? I suppose it's a bit like a pack of wolves. You could liken it to a pack of wolves in that the old wolf who led the pack weakens and then there's a younger wolf always looking to take over. Mm. And, and that's where the vulnerability comes in. It's, it's a bit of like looking over your shoulder. Almost like fear of redundancies, maybe. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And when you've still got all those family commitments to meet, maybe a mortgage still, then that can be a very worrying time. Yeah. And whilst we're talking about people coming towards the end of their career, another very strange uh, time of life for people can be when people do actually retire. Because we know so many people who have almost spent their whole life thinking about and focusing on their retirement and looking forward to it and being excited and then when it actually happens yes the first few weeks are fantastic because hopefully they've had a little bit of a lump sum of money and they'll go on a fantastic holiday or you know or do something they've always wanted a tour of the national trust properties or something and then when those are done what comes next exactly what do you do next what do you do with that retirement well we've not we've not had that experience have we mr taylor we're busier than ever and I can't see that happening anytime soon. Well, I'm not retiring. There's a clue in the word, tired. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. It, it, and also, it, it's interesting because a lot of people reach retirement and they've got an idea of things they may want to do. Yet the problem is they haven't planned for it. Yeah. I was only talking to my youngest son about this last month. He's in his 30s. And I said, you now need to be planning for your retirement. People don't want to think about and, that at that age, though, uh, do they? I know. And he looked at me a bit sort of as if I was mad. I said, no, but start with the end in mind. What's the end for you? So where do you want to go? What do you want to do in 30 years' time? Because when was the best time to have planted a tree, Mrs Taylor? It was now. It was yesterday. Oh, it was yesterday. <laughs> it was even 10 years ago. The second best time is now. Sorry about that. <laughs> so you need to plan this stuff and, and be in control of that. Because if not, you'll end up and then you just get lost because mm-hmm. it's like, well, what do I do this time? I haven't got the money for this. I haven't got the money for that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so so plan it out. And if you are in any of those categories that we've spoken about or you just generally are feeling like you've lost your way because there can be lots of reasons why people feel that way, then the first thing that we want to, to say and to remind you of is that you are not on your own because there are so many people that feel like you do. That's not helpful if you're experiencing it yourself to think that someone else might be going through that too. But you're not on your own. And please do reach out and we will do our very best to help you with some of the resources that we've got to get you back on track. 
But if you actually want to work through this by yourself or this happens in the future and you want to know how you can work through this, then we'll, we'll share some thoughts with you if that's okay. Yep, go for it. Yeah. So uh, the first thing is that you can feel really stuck and you don't know how to get out of it. And what can happen is you can know what you don't want, but you don't actually know what you do want. So this can actually be really challenging to do something about when you feel like that, because it's very easy to just come up with all these things that you know you don't want going forward, especially based on past experience. But if you don't know where to go with that, then how do you, how do you solve it? And sometimes also making changes can also feel like you've got to change your whole life. If something's not going right for you or you've lost your way, there can be this belief that, oh, actually, I need to change everything. Well, that's scary. And that may actually stop someone doing anything at all about it. And that can mean that the situation can escalate because if you do bottle stuff up, then often what happens is that you can be hit by that straw. We're talking about that straw again, Mr. Taylor. I know that poor old camel. Yeah, the straw that breaks a camel's back. And it's at times like this that often things like affairs can begin. And it's usually not that the person that they have the, the partner has the affair with is someone that they really want to be with. It's just that it's something for you. It's something different to your your life. And it's maybe someone paying attention to you. Perhaps you have a new sense of purpose or fun. So we don't condone it, but it's understandable sometimes to see how these things can happen. So it's it's usually not about the person you're having the affair with. It's, it's moving away from something you don't want. So if we're in this state of overwhelm, it's all getting on top of us, rather than sort of looking outside for a solution, because we know all of our solutions lie inside of us. They do, although it doesn't often feel like that. Absolutely. When we're lost, it's the worst thing, because we are inside of ourselves and we can't actually get outside of ourselves. So what can we actually do to... To, to actually get back control, I suppose, get back control so that we get out of overwhelm, we get out of feeling lost. What can we actually do? Well, the first thing I would suggest, if you haven't done it lately or if you haven't done it at all, then we would suggest you do the Wheel of Life or you revisit the Wheel of Life. Because what this will do is it will actually help you to pinpoint specifically which areas of your life are not working for it, for you and what you need to do to change that. Because the way that some coaches use the wheel of life is just very flat. It's just you just fill it in and that's the end of it. We have a set of exercises that we utilize, which actually help you get some clarity on. It's almost like a, a, an audit of your life, isn't it? And so that's what we would suggest you do as a starting point. And if you haven't got a copy of the Wheel of Life, or you haven't had a copy of our Wheel of Life, just, just drop us an email. So info at tailoredlifecompany.com and we'll send you the copy of the one that we use with our private coaching clients. It's a great set of exercises which will help you start to unravel what's going on for you. And something else that you can do is that you can actually think about the things that are important to you currently. And once you've done that, then you can put those into a, a list in order of importance to you. But focus then only on the top five, which are currently not being fulfilled for you. So how you would do this is you would just literally ask yourself, what's important to me in my life? Yeah. And you just write down anything that comes up. What's important to me in my life? And you just literally write it on a piece of paper without analysing it. And then 
After that, once you've done that and you've emptied out and you can't think of anything else, then put them in order of importance to you. So which is the most important? And do that very, very quickly because often the conscious mind can kick in and we start to analyse things, but we want this to be unconscious. So just put them in order of importance. What's number one? What's number two? What's number three? So on and so forth. And when you've done that, then just focus on the top five. What we're talking about here is your values. Yes. And as I said before, that's what happens often. We get to a point where our current values which have served us well, potentially bringing up the children or getting the the career, don't serve us anymore. That, that bit's done. And so our values start changing. So we need to operate from a new set of programming, a new set of values. So it's a great exercise to do in company with the wheel of life. And so once you've got your top five, you know which are your top five, you can then look at your list and see which ones are you're not fulfilling at this moment in time. And that can give you a massive clue as to why you've lost your way yeah, and also give you some direction. I actually did this a number of years ago when I was in a, a really digital job. I was doing, um, I was a business analyst. Oh, right. And it was before I met you, Mr. Taylor. Oh, right. And uh, and so it was it was very digital. It, I wasn't really being involved with people very much. And one of my highest purposes, as you know, is to is to help people and to assist people and make the difference. And yes, I was making the difference in the digital world, but not with people. What I realised was once I'd done this exercise that my value of creativity, which was important to me at the time, was not being fulfilled at all, not in the slightest. So I decided to do something that I'd wanted to do for years. Which was? Piano lessons. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I'd always wanted to have piano lessons. And so were there lots of reasons which would stop me doing that? Oh, yes, always. Yet it was important enough for me to get myself back on track. I did start having uh, piano lessons. I actually had them for seven years, would you believe? And so this actually brought a balance back into my life again. And just sticking with the same job and doing having these lessons I actually started to feel more fulfilled in life and I actually got a lot of satisfaction from doing something I'd actually wanted to do since childhood and this is what I mean by not always having to throw everything away in your life and make massive changes just sometimes it just needs a little bit of tweak a little bit of a tweak and then you took over your creativity of managing me (laughs) because that's very creative oh I have to be creative literally on an, an hourly basis I'm a, I'm a project. You big project. You're an you're an ongoing project. That's always. Very nice of you to say so. <laughs> never believed that you're done. You're never done till you're done, and then you're never done. No, it's shifting sand always. But, and, and I think the the other thing here, which you're saying now, that was something you wanted to do since childhood. One of the other things that you could consider doing, if you haven't done it already, is read our book, Be More Kid. Yeah. Because in Be More Kid, we talk about a number of these issues. And it's full of exercises. Just purchase that. You buy it off Amazon or you can buy it from the Be More Kid website. But Be More Kid has got a lot of exercises. And and one of our graduates actually messaged into one of our WhatsApp groups last night. And they're working their way through the book and doing the exercises because there's a lot of how-to in Be More Kid. And they're doing the exercise. And they said, right, my Be More Kid task for this week, I'm off for an evening swim in the sea. I'll let you know how it goes. They do live quite close to the sea, don't they? It's I, not I, like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be gone all night. Yes. So, <laughs> we'll see you in the morning. So, well, they haven't put back in the WhatsApp group. How's it happened? <laughs> I hope everything's okay. But that's the thing is, is actually by doing, but you've got to understand, folks, first, 
is you've got to get out. The first job is to interrupt the pattern of being stuck, of being lost and doing something. So that's where the wheel of life, looking at your values that we've spoken about, really come in. And then it's about doing something about that, however small. The smallest step will get you going. Yeah, and that can lead to the next step. We talk about that in Being More Kid as well, don't we? We do. And so if you recognise yourself in anything that we've been talking about today, then I just hope that the tips that we've given you will help. And is it possible that you need to make some major life decisions? Well, yeah, that's possible. It may be that you need to do that. But making some slight adjustments can actually do the trick. And it may not be necessary to change your whole life. As Mr. Taylor says, start by changing some small things in line with what we've spoken about in this podcast and just see what happens. And remember, if you do need any help, just get in touch. Yeah, just get in touch. I think it's all about sort of living your life by your own design and living it by your plan. And we often get lost, as you started off with this, about not having a sat-nav in life. And I think that's the thing we need, the wheel of life and tools like that, are our sat-nav for life, which can help us through those changes that you mentioned. And then by just making small adjustments, actually stop the big challenges potentially in life. Agree. Good. I'm pleased you agree. Crikey for once, <laughs> Mrs. Taylor. I will, I will take that. <laughs> I will take it that she's agreed with me. I'm very happy with that. I hope you're happy too. So that's another episode of the Extra Club. We hope we're giving you some tips, hints and strategies to get your extra to move from ordinary to extraordinary. And with that, I think we will sign off, Mrs. Taylor. I think we will. And remember, if there's any specific subjects you'd like us to discuss, just drop us a message. Okay, so it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from me. We'll we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Bye. That was the Extra Club podcast. We hope that you're leaving with some great things that can help you in your life every day. To get more invaluable content, please make sure that you're subscribed to the show on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And if you've enjoyed this episode and feel so inclined, please leave us with a five-star rating and comment with a review. If you see the value, please also share it with someone else who needs it. Sharing is caring. Thank you for listening and making your choice to find your extra. Until next time, bye bye for now. now.